just keep this old uh, fi- to uh, keep this old final expense uh, meeting going here. So um, hopefully uh, we got everybody on board. I'm sure there'll be a couple people joining us here shortly, but um, glad to have y'all here. Today's uh, gonna be a really cool day. Uh, cool day for me. I always love to get inside. Uh, you know the the head of um, people that I respect and uh, you know people that I watch from a distance and observe and uh, I, you know when you get a chance to interview somebody like that and uh, kind of pick their brain it's gonna be fun so we got a special guest joining us today uh, Charlie Robinson and uh, I'm excited to have him on board but uh, before we dive into that let's uh, take care of uh, some some house cleaning or I don't, I don't think that's the right word but you, you know what I'm saying some some uh, duties here which is uh, covering the weekly leaderboard and uh, we're growing this group uh, glad to have some people you know being added to the uh, to the pack here but uh, we've, we've got this week we've got six unique writers that uh, report business uh, as a group those six wrote 11 apps and uh, that's for 8,498,000 in premium. So uh, it's uh, you know it, it's a good it's a good start. We uh, obviously can, we we can do better and we're going to do better, but uh, you got to start somewhere. So of those six, uh, we got David Hartman with one app for nine hundred and two dollars in AP. We got Mr. Eric Hunt Hunt for one app. I cannot speak this morning. Uh, one app for one thousand twenty dollars in AP. We got Mr. Johnny Holloway, my boy Johnny. Two apps, one thousand thirty dollars in AP. Uh, next up, Mr. Charlie Webb. One app, one thousand two hundred ninety-four dollars in AP. Uh, number two, Tommy Averett. Three apps, sixteen hundred thirty-six AP. And number one, uh, Mr. Consistency's. Uh, Kind of moving in, uh, doing well, Mr. Christopher Partlow, number one at three apps, 2,616 AP. Job, Christopher. Glad to see you uh, with the consistency here uh, and stepping up. So that's our leaderboard for the week. So uh, now let us dive into the topic at hand, which is interview my buddy, my running boy, uh, Mr. Charlie Robinson. Uh, Charlie, are you out there? Yes. Hey, good morning, Tommy. How are y'all doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. I was so glad to get to talk to you this past weekend and have a nice long chat and uh, talk uh, talk shop. It was fun and we covered a lot of things and uh, it uh, gave me some good information to uh, to uh, kind of cover this conversation today. So, Charlie, here's what, here's what I want to do. And for those of y'all out there, uh, we're gonna, we're going to kind of do this kind of interview style. Um, I tend to ask a lot of questions. You know, when I'm in the house, I'm a question asker. I've had people sometimes say, man, you ask a lot of questions, but I just always feel that's the best way to get information out of people is just to ask questions. So uh, I've got a ton of questions I want to ask Charlie uh, and give Charlie a chance to really uh, share his knowledge, share share, share what worked for him, what hadn't worked for him. And I think y'all will be able to take away a lot from Charlie on that. So, uh, so Charlie, um, Let's kind of start off with just some real background profile information here. This is good. have a little fun here for a second. So, uh, just a few little profile questions. So, Charlie, how old are you now? I am uh, forty-three. You, you just a young and, pup. And, and, two, <laughs> and two, Tommy, I wanted to thank you and uh, uh, John for 
uh, having me on your call. I'm certainly honored to be on the call and share with you guys today. Well, I, I can be happy, and I know we're proud, and we're just lucky. <laughs> That's what I call it, just lucky when you get when you get a rock star like you and uh, somebody who's who's performing at the top of his game to uh, share information. I, I just call it lucky, but uh, glad to have you. So, so 41, um, and you grew up where? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, I'm originally from Meridian, Mississippi. The big metropolitan of Meridian, Mississippi. All right, now, now right. you moved over. You just moved a few miles down the road to uh, Spanish Fort, right? Isn't that where you live now? Spanish yeah, Fort, uh, Alabama. Fort, Alabama. Alabama. What we call Alabama. LA, Lower Alabama. <laughs> right there on the Gulf. And you married with kids, uh, two beautiful daughters, correct? That's correct. Been married for uh, 23 years now. Uh, got two beautiful daughters. Um, of course, I'm biased, but um, you know they're 19 and 15 now. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Been having a blast with them. Well, that explains why you're having to get out there and work a lot because you got you got some expense some some big time expenses ahead of you. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely, you got it. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Here's the setup question now. Uh, favorite college football team? <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Man, yeah, that's a, Alabama. Alabama. That's a that's a hell of a football program y'all got there. Uh, Y'all had a great season last year out here, huh? Yeah, until we met met up with you guys. So um, <laughs> y'all kind of messed that up for us. But, uh, hey, congratulations <laughs> on y'all's season. <laughs> you know, I can't interview an Alabama boy without having him. Have to, you know, it just it just you know, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm having a little fun here. But uh, it's enjoyable to hear an Alabama boy have to admit they lost to LSU. So I just uh, hey, I, hey, I, I was I was expecting that question. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun. It's all fun. It's all fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's kind of dive into the business at hand here. Um, so you and I talked a lot this weekend, and, uh, you know, I, I, I flat out asked you, I said, Charlie, what's a topic that you enjoy kind of talking the most about? And you, you kind of share basically it's your kind of passion for the business. So let's kind of maybe kind of go back to the beginning. I mean, obviously, I know you have a um, – your, your background was in retail. I know you were with Dillard's, uh, you know, for – I don't, I don't can't remember exactly how long you worked with them. I know you worked with Dill, uh, Dillard's Corporation for a long time and, and the retail side. And um, and obviously, you know, I'm trying to – I want to make sure we save time for the good stuff here. So so you you leave Dillard's because they were working you to death, and you, you, you come to Equus, get started in final expense. So here's what I want to know. I kind of want to make, make this starting off point here. Um, when you made the decision to come to Equus, um, and you made a decision to go full time. Uh, you chose final expense, okay? And so obviously, we on on final expense USA call. We talk all things final expense. So, so let's talk about this. What what was it that you know? What what jumped out at you? What was it that made you choose the final expense the final expense platform as a platform that you wanted to build your business on? Well, Tommy, um, you know, when I was working, I, and I'll, I'll jump back just a little bit, and I'll, I'll get back to your question. You know, okay. One, one of the things with, with uh, you know, I was working with Dillard's as a general manager. I was with them for 10 years um, and um, had been, you know, they've moved me around a good bit. Uh, working in, I've worked in, I ran six of their stores in four different states. Um, and, you know, it was one of the things 
I came to Equus originally back in July of 2018 with the intentions of just running, trying to get into the mortgage protection, trying to run, you know, um, you know, pick up, you know, work 10 to 15 hours a week, pick up an extra 500 to a thousand bucks a week. Cause my daughter had just graduated, I mean, uh, high school and was heading to college. So I was like, Oh, well, I need to, you know, let's try to you know, pick up help on some of those expenses. Uh, so I decided to try to do that. What, what I found out was, is this was July of 2018. Well, by the, by December of 2018, it, the, it seemed like the harder I tried, the, the, the more doors got shut in my face. Okay. Cause, and it wasn't because of this business. It was because, uh, the, the amount of hours that I was working with dealers. Okay. I mean, that was the third quarter. And of course we all know in retail, what comes up the third quarter, it's the fourth quarter. Okay. And fourth quarters, you know, um, you know, prime time for retail. Um, you know, I was there from seven 30 in the morning to eight 30 at night. Um, Pretty much six days a week. The only guaranteed day off I had was Sunday. Um, you know, we were running a successful store uh, in 2018. We ran the number one store in the region. Um, it was, uh, you know, dealers treated me well. A great company. They paid me well. Paid me well over six figures uh, to to run their stores. And but what I realized was was my life was literally being sucked away from me. Because and, and I sat down one evening. And I realized that. I had missed 95% of everything my daughters had done, okay, you know, with anything, the sports, softball, practice, games, everything. So, um, you know, I got, I remember getting on the phone call with, um, with uh, Scott Rumbo and Rob Jones uh, early December 2018, and we were, like, just trying to figure out how we could get started, you know, because uh, I, like, literally could not find any time to make any dials. Um, so, um and I remember Rob telling me, he said, Charlie, I think I, I think I remember, I, you know, you may be the only person I've ever talked to that don't have any time. So it, it was an eye, and I'm saying all that because it was an eye-opening experience for me, okay? It was not that I wasn't successful and, and we wasn't doing well with fillers. It was that I couldn't provide for my family the way I needed to and wanted to because of it. So back when... Um, uh, at the time, I was living in North Atlanta and, um, you know, running the Mall of Georgia store there. And that's when the final expense program started coming up, coming about. Um, the Burns brothers, which are living down in LaGrange, um, they, you know, that, that was about a two-hour drive from me. So, um, you know, Rumbo said, hey, let's go talk to them. See, see what you think about their program. So I went down and met with them, went over the program, and I really loved – from, from start to finish, how, how it works, okay? Uh, and it, what it did, and over the, last, over the next few months, through um, a lot of thought and prayer and, you know, having to um, make a decision to whether or not to resign from my position, because, listen, it was very um, gut-wrenching to walk away from a salary. Um, and knowing that I had a family of four, knowing that there was, you know, I, I got I got to provide, you know? And um, so... We took a leap of faith. My wife and I, again, through, through a lot of thought and prayer, decided to um, make that dive. The, the, the program in itself, uh, from, the, from a market standpoint, I saw it. I saw it from day one, um, you know, with, with you know, 12,500 people a day turning 65. I, I saw, you know, there is no doubt we, this market is huge and we can, we can uh, you know, uh, run a great business off of it. 
So in uh, February of 2019, I decided to put my resignation in. Um, and I started full-time March 4th of 2019 with Equus, diving in straight into final expense only. Um, so, so that's kind of what led up to that. Um, the, uh, the, the reason why is, is, again, I think that through, through these times, you know, obviously mortgage protection's out there, but, you know, we saw what happened in 2008. We hear it on the calls all the time about, um, about, you know, be prepared for the leaves to drive, you know, because one day if they do and when they do, we're, we're going to need to be able to work final, final expense. Uh, and I just enjoy the, the senior market. It is what I've learned about it is, you know, the, the people, the, the, the stories, the, the life lessons you learn from, from individuals, you're getting to know them better. Um, it's, it's um, you know, it's just, it's, it's enjoyable for me. Um, so, you know, my first week out, I remember I was totally, I mean, I was scared to death. I, I tell you, I, I drove forward. I drove four and a half hours to my destination to work three and a half year old leads. And I grabbed the hotel room and I started knocking on doors. And boy, it was an experience. I remember my first sale, my first sale. I had, had bought this, uh, this uh, new Equus white button up shirt. Okay. And I was, it was cold. The guy didn't want me to come into his house. He had a bunch of dogs in there. He said they're they're not very nice. And I told him I appreciated him telling me that, so uh, and not letting me in because I didn't want to get in there and get eaten. But uh, anyway, um, we were I was uh, in his front yard out out in, out in front of the tree uh, under a bunch of trees. We were literally writing up the deal, my very first deal, on the hood of the truck. Okay, and as we were writing. All of a sudden, we hear these birds just go crazy. And, and the tree, what happened was the tree was full of these birds. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. When, when they started flying away, they all decided to, like, poop all over us. <laughs> okay? I'm talking about it. It was like, it was like the, the, we, were being, we were being invaded. I mean, it, it went all over the app, all over my shirt. It was all over him. It was crazy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is this an omen or what? I mean, I, I was like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. But uh, anyway, it was, uh, it was certainly an experience. And, you know, I went out that first week. I think I wrote one. I think that was the only app I wrote that week. Um, you know, again, working three-and-a-half-year-old leads, getting a lot of reps in, you know, and, and, and finding what works, okay, because I think one of the keys to this business is that we have a platform, we have a program, we have um, – you know, we, we have uh, training that we can follow, but this is a relationship business and we have to find what works. And, uh, you know, for us, when it's not, not in relation to the, to the program, but, but how it comes out, how you present it, because you've got to be genuine and you, you got to come across genuine and you got to, um, you got to be real with them. Cause I'll tell you the senior market can read through you really quick if you're not. Big, big time point right there. That's what well, that is so true. You know, I, I never really thought about that, but that is that is such a true statement. They they can smell a, a BSer from a mile away. <laughs> that's absolutely uh, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, so, okay. So, would you say? Uh, could we talk about this as, as weekend? Um, 
for, for new agents because a lot of folks we have on this call are are new to the business. They're new to Equus. Uh, they're new to final expense. Um, and some folks are maybe maybe a little bit experienced. Maybe they've done some mortgage protection. Maybe they're looking at final expense. So for a new agent um, getting their feet wet in the business in general, okay, would you say that final expense is a good foundation for a new agent, or would you say it's not? Oh, I would definitely say absolutely. I mean, I even with uh, with with my team that I'm growing now, uh, you know, I'm starting to model final expense because I think it's um, you know when you get out there and you grind with final expense and learn about this uh, this business, then it sets you up for success in so many different ways. <clears throat> Again, learning how to how to talk to people, door knocking, running through the objections, um, you know, all all these things. It 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 um, it, I would final expense is definitely a great uh, training ground for, for someone new. And again, it's like I said, I mean, my very first week out, I was working three and a half year old leads. My expectation was to, to go down there and uh, try to write five, six applications. And, you know, the first week I wrote one, you know, but, you know, the, the, the thing is, and it wasn't that it wasn't successful. That week was extremely successful looking back on it because what it did, it allowed me to find my groove. Okay. Um, we talk about pro athletes so much, but the, you know, the pro athletes that continue to stay on their a game are the, are the athletes that are continue day in and day out, out practice the others. And, and I think that's, you know, through repetition and, and through that, but you know, what I found out, um, with, with training agents is that, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a why, but you gotta have a pretty big why. Okay. And my why was big. Okay. I'll tell you my why was big because I, I just walked away from a six figure income and I had to replace it and there was no option for me. So it was, it was hurry up and fail for me. Not, not that you are truly failing, but you're hurrying up and you're through repetition. You're getting better day in and day out. Uh, because the quicker you do that from a new agent's perspective, you can't let fear get in your way. You've got to get out there and just push through it. So you're saying you got to compress the learning curve. Don't don't stretch the little learning curve out. Compress it. <laughs> That's correct. The quicker you the quicker you get through it, the more comfortable you're going to be, and you know you're going to you know again expect to make mistakes. You're going to. I, 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 I tell uh, agents that all the time, you know, don't be fearful of a mistake. You know, you'd rather go out there and, you know, and I start, start them out on, on C and D leads too. On purpose, you'd rather go out and mess up on a $2 or a 50 cent lead than go out and buy, buy A leads on a $30 lead and go, go mess up on it. So hurry up and hurry up and get through that process Hurry up and role play as much as possible. Role play at home. Find anybody you can that'll sit down with you and listen to you to go over the flip chart presentation. Because I tell you, the flip chart presentation is a powerful presentation. It's simple. It's, uh, you know, again, like you said, compressed um, down so the senior market can understand it. But it is a powerful tool. It works. 
Charlotte, uh, let's kind of paint the picture for folks, uh, you know, the success you have for the last 12 months. So uh, in 2019, uh, and, and, and I know you may not have the exact numbers in front of you, so just maybe approximate. In, in 2019, what was the amount of annualized premium that you wrote, um, and what was your income for 2019? My, for 2019, in the, in the nine months that, that I went full-time, I issued and paid $152,000. Um, and, um, you know, I was able to, at the very last, it took me all the way through December, but I was able to earn the income ring of uh, and breaking over the $100,000 um, mark with Equus uh, in, the, in, in my first nine months. Pretty darn impressive numbers right there for a, for a new person. <laughs> I got to say, there's not a whole lot of people that their first nine months in the business can uh, knock down that much premium and, and uh, that much income. That's, um, but, you know, it, it, it goes to show the power of the why. Like you said, it's, uh, you know, Barry always talks about, uh, you know, hire somebody that has to do this business, not somebody that wants to do this business. <laughs> That's you know, right. because that, that that have to is is way more powerful than the want to. Uh, it, it always is. So, all right. So um, now you uh, let, let's kind of talk. Um, let's see here. Let, let's kind of talk about some just some general um, the, the action part of the business here. So, are, are you more of a? Uh, do you knock? Are you when you set appointments? Are you out there knocking? Or are you use the phone? I'm a 100, I 100% knock. It's not that I don't use the phone. I use the phone as a last resort in the final expense business. I, 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 the number that they put on the card, if I don't, if I knock it three times, I leave a delivery notice. I still hadn't heard from them. Then I'll, I'll call the number. It, the, the, the number is the last resort for me. Okay. So you'll work a lead three times, then leave a delivery notice, then call. Um, and then start all over again because <laughs> you never right. you never get never get rid of a lead until the person's told you face to face no isn't that right that is correct you never x out that lead what we call totally retire the lead you know a retired lead is not someone that you can't get in touch with it's somebody that you've gotten a no from so until someone tells me no i'm going to continue to work that lead no matter what good so you, uh, I don't know if this is a technical term or not, but it's, it's a term I use. Are you more of a walker-inner or are you more of an appointment-setter? I walk in. I do everything. Um, just knock. My expectation is is I'm the responder, okay? You took time to fill this card out. You took time to put it back in your mailbox to mail it back to us. I'm the responder to your request. So when... When I go to the door, my expectation is is for them to allow me to get in to, to, to come in, whether on the front porch, on the hood of a truck, or at their kitchen table, on their couch, or whatever, that they want the information that I've got. Okay, my, that's my that's my mentality, is that you know I, I'm expecting them to let me in. Okay, uh, it's an assumption. Okay, I'm huge on the assumptive close. Okay, whether I'm closing the deal or the assumptive knock. Okay, uh, my, my, I'm assuming that because I have something in my hands that has their handwriting on it, that they want what I got. So that's kind of what my mentality is. Okay, all right. So let let's talk about uh, you. You work more the country, or you work more the city? 
Well, through the, I mean, traditionally speaking, uh, the, the leads I've been working, it don't really matter to me. Uh, the leads that I've gotten have been more rural probably than, than probably inner city. I've worked inner city plenty, uh, but if I had to put a percentage on it, I, I would say probably 70% rural, 30% city so far. Right. And which, which explains why you like to do the walk in because you, you got some drive time between <laughs> when you're out, when you're out in the countryside, there's uh there's some space in between leads. <laughs> yeah, there, is, say. there is. I mean, you know, we use, um, you know, one thing when I do is, you know, I never work less than 25 leads a week because that's the way the program's designed. Okay. I'm not here to question the program. The program is, is it, you work 25 leads a week, no matter if they're A's, B's, C's, D's, or what. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the law of large numbers. We can't, we, we can't provide our services to, to, you know, trying to outguess the system. Okay. We have to be able to get the leads and go see the people. And, you know, we, uh, when I get my leads every single week, then the first thing I do is, is log them in to route that I use the app route for me. Okay. Um, that way I'm not driving from one end of the County to the other and bypassing people in between. It actually routes them for me. And there's, there's, you know, it's one starting from the point that I'm sitting at, it puts them in order for me. Okay. Uh, so it, you know, whether you're working rural or whether you're working inner city, I think that's a great, a great way to, to do things because you, you don't want to waste your time. Okay. Uh, again, you're, you're the responder, you're the doctor. Okay. You're, you're the one who has the answers to the, to, and the solutions to, to the, to the problem that they have. Okay. Um, so what is it, uh, talking about expectations, um, what, what are your expectations for the week? As you go into the week and you look at your week, what, what's your typical expectations for each week? Well, I mean, that my expectations for, for my week, I mean, again, I, my why was pretty big. I, I'm having to replace my income and, you know, I, I sat down and figured out how much I needed to write every week or try to write. That's what my goal was. My goal every single week is $5,000 in, uh, uh, in premium at a minimum. I, I, I'm not coming home until I get it. Um, if I run out of 25 leads and I've X them all out and, and it's Wednesday, then I'm, I'm, I'm having to, I'm going to buy some more. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to work through, I'm going to then I'll turn around and work Thursday, Friday, and Saturday if I have to. Uh, and there were many weeks that I had to do that. There was many weeks that I worked, started on Monday and didn't get through till Saturday. Um, but there were many other weeks that I started on Monday and I was done on by Wednesday night. Uh, had the five to, to $7,000. I mean, my largest week in final expense uh, was uh, $9,900 um, in, a, in a single week uh, on 25 leads. Um, you know, but my goal every single week was $5,000 at, at, at minimum. So what, what sounds to me like you're more, and I really totally respect this a ton, you're, you're more about consistency than anything else. You're more about uh, working a system that you can work every week and having consistent expectations and consistent activity. That so sounds to me like what you're saying is that's more important than anything else to you. That's right. I mean, we hear it all the time. We, we're in a, this is a business of activity. Okay. And, you know, um, I think some of the, some of the problems that come into play with a lot of agents is they, they, they try to outthink the system. And, and to me, I, I'm, I never have done that. I was always, Hey, tell me what works, show me how to do it. And I'm going to go do it. 
okay? I'm going to do it exactly the way you say to do it. Uh, when you when you try to outthink it, I think that that's when you cause – doesn't mean you can't be innovative, okay? I love what you had to say last week about about your, those uh, those uh, data leads. I mean, that's great. That's innovative, okay? Uh, but that's also creating activity for yourself. Uh, but when you try to mess with the foundation of the system – it, that's where that's where it doesn't work. Uh, we can't out, we can't overthink it. This is what we do is not is not hard, but it's work. And I think we've got to get out get out of our own way and and go and go and go put the work in. When you put the work in and through repetition you get better at it, and you be, you become a student of the business. And 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 I think that the senior market can tell that too okay they can tell that you're you're there to really assist them and help them and, and help them find the solution that, that they need um, because something in their mind for one reason or another made them fill that car out you got it in your hand you've got their handwriting on it so it's our job to to you know get in their home and figure out their why and when you nail their why down then then it's a it's an emotional buy and um, you know the the system the system works. So I, I tell you what, my quote for the day I'm a, I wrote down for you is "Don't question the program." I, I love that. I'm a, I'm a uh, I'm gonna use that one a lot because that is um, that's a great way of putting it. You know, the program's a program. Don't question the program. Just do the program. So so let, let's talk about this. Um, what was your biggest struggle when you were getting started in this business? What was the thing that you struggled with the most until you kind of leveled out? Um, you know, I'm no different than anybody else, uh, Tommy. I, you know, I think my biggest struggle uh, probably was my own mind. Uh, I, you know, I think we we got to get again what I just said is just a second ago. We got to get out of our own way. Um, you know, and and it was daily conversations, not only with myself but with my mentors. Is like, hey, listen, this is what happened, and I would highly encourage you, okay, um, to uh, anybody out there that's getting started. You know, your upline managers, that's what they're there for. You should call them. You should, you know, let them know how this went. Because when, when you're at final expense and you're out there by yourself and you're getting all these objections and you're getting shut and the door shut in your face and all these kind of things happening to you, you've got to be able to talk about that. Because, again, through, <clears throat> excuse me, through role play situations, and we role played on the phone all the time, not, not only in person, but on, on the phone. Uh, the more you do it, the more you get the, you get comfortable with it. And uh, I mean, you know, my biggest struggle was was um, you know I knew I had to do it, but I didn't know I could do it, so I had to get out of my own way to allow it to happen mentally. Because I think that our business, again, it's not that it's difficult or hard; it's a lot of work, but it's 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 what we it's how we think, and it, and it's your your um, your ability to have that mental uh, that 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 I get I would call it almost stubbornness. <laughs> you know, you you want to you want to win so bad that you um, that 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 you you know mentally just you're tough. You got to be mentally tough, and you got and that's and that's a you know you, sometimes I don't know if everybody's born with that. Some people are, but that can also be developed as well. Uh, and, and we, you know, again, I, the first four weeks I was out in this business, I drove four and a half hours from my home and grabbed the hotel room 
on, on three and a half year old leads. That was the best thing that could have happened to me. Not most people, most people would not say that. Most people would say, well, I'm not driving that far. Well, I mean, you, you, why not? If that's where the leads are and if that's where my manager was saying, this is what needs to happen. Why wouldn't you? You know, I, I think, you know, again, we're, we have to be very intentional about what we do. Uh, so, you know, everyone's going to have this, those, those struggles at first. I haven't, I have never seen anyone go out there and knock it out of the ballpark the first week. Yeah, you got to go through the pain to get the gain. So, so Charlie, yeah. what, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up with this question, but uh, I kind of wanted to save this question <clears throat> for the end. You know, all, all new agents getting started, uh, they kind of want to know the, what, what the silver bullet is. What, what's, the, what's the secret, you know, that they need to know? And, and obviously we know that it's, it's a whole lot more than just one thing in our business. It, it's, it's really, the, like you said, it's, it's the program itself. It's, it's everything. But that being said, um, it, you know, if you kind of just had to pick one out of the hat and, and, and you said, you know, if I, if I was to pick one out of the hat, this would be the one I want, most want to pick. What's the, what, what, what would you say is the best recommendation for a new agent who wants to last in this business, who wants to succeed, who wants to be around two years from now? What's what's that one thing that you most highly recommend to a new agent who wants to succeed in filing Smith? You know, Tommy, that's a tough one because um, it's like you said. I'm not real sure. It's just one thing. Um, you know, um, I think one of the most powerful things, and I think this is in business in general, but um, when you get in the home and you know, the senior market, you have to build more rapport with them than normal. Okay, and I'm going I'm to list two. Okay, um, I know you only asked me for one, but I'm going to list two. The rapport building process is critical with the senior market, in my opinion. Okay, uh, listen, the, these, the senior market gets bombarded with phone calls every single day. Okay, they get bombarded with all this mail. They filled our card out, right? Mailed it back in. You're just one of probably 10 or 12 that they, that they filled out and, and, uh, and sent back in. So building rapport, because people purchase from people they trust. If you, if you, you know, I can't give you a time limit on rapport building. It's your gut. It's what you, you go in, you talk about, you, you, you build rapport, you find things to talk about. You're very, you got to be very observant when you're driving up to the home, pick out things. You can tell things maybe in their yard or whatever that they, that, that they may have a love for, you know, whether it's bird houses or whatever. You walk in the door, if there's nothing there, then, you know, I remember a time that a lady had a, had a case full of these, of these dolls okay um well i thought she loved dolls well as we started talking about it it wasn't the dolls it was the outfits on the dolls that she hand makes you know and she had a ton of pride in that so we started talking about that and you know whether you're building rapport for from you know 10 minutes 15, 20, I've built rapport for 35, 40 minutes before, before I ever even go into the presentation. I think only you can tell when, you know, I always, t I always like to say, hey, when you feel comfortable enough to go to their kitchen and fix yourself a sandwich, then, then you're good to go, okay? Now, I'm not recommending everybody go try to do that. I'm just saying that that's how you got to feel. You got you to gotta have that, you got to have that, um, 
um, you know, that, that feel. I mean, you've got to feel good about it. So rapport building process is critical. The second thing is after that, the second page of the flip chart goes over the five or six reasons someone possibly could have sent that card in. You've got to get their why. Because if you don't find out their why, then they have every reason to pull to pull away at the end. Okay, um, so you got to you got to figure that out first. Some a lot of agents will try to you know just go through that and you know they'll say which one of these um, you know do you feel like um, you know best suits your needs at this time and or which reason was it and they they would say well I don't know and then the, the agent would just move on. Okay, you can't move on from that page. You got to nail down that why because and figure out why they sent that card in. That that's the critical piece of the sale. Um, before you even go on to 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 trying to close the sale, because you'll never close it if you can't get them to tell you their why. Because once they tell you their why, they can't pull back from it. Because people don't want to be sold. So therefore, from a from a from a psychological standpoint, it's got to be their idea. I hope that makes sense. Charlie, you just gave me my topic for next week. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what no, that I, is. I that is my pet. I was gonna tell you one other thing. I, I, you know, we were able to. You know, and you don't have to have a plethora of products out there. Okay, I did what, what the in the nine months. My first night, I only had two products. I had the Assurance a American Memorial Life product, which I love, okay? I, number one, love it because of their reserve program. For final expense, it's awesome, okay? Um, because I don't even know if everybody knows about it. But, you know, the reserve program that they have, it allows you, Assurance will, will advance you. Instead of advance you nine months, they advance you 12 months. Okay, but the the you get in your check the nine months, the other three months they put in a reserve bucket for you for chargebacks. Okay, because we all know this business has, I mean, industry standard, 20% of your business is going to fall off the books. You're not going to be able to stop that. Okay, so 20%, they take 25 and put it in a reserve bucket for you. So when it comes to going, uh, I, I never, I tell people all the time, I never, I, I, I got chargebacks. I never experienced a chargeback. I never saw it in my check because that reserve bucket was over here to the side taking care of it. And the beautiful thing about their reserve program, once that bucket gets built up to $5,000, then they just, as long as it's $5,000 or more, they're going to advance you the full 12 months, which is unheard of in the insurance industry from our carriers because most of them only give you nine. So I love it. What it does, it allows an agent not to have to worry about their check. You have the option to go out every single week, get 25, 30, 40 leads, whatever you want, and go make your money. And you're going you're gonna to have a check. So um, it's, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful program that they've got. So I did assurance, and I had my guaranteed issue, which was AIG. I just, I just love their, their e-app simple. Uh, you know, because you're going to run into those folks that have health issues uh, that are not going to be able to qualify for anything. And I don't try to sell guaranteed issues. Once I figure out if I'm in the home, that they don't qualify for what I got, then I'm, I'm like, listen, this is the only option you've got. 
do you want it or not? This is how it works. Because we all know guaranteed issues have a higher higher fall off rate. So, but I still will write them if they want it. But they're they're more like ask, asking me for it at that point. Okay. So, um, um, but you know, again, just two products. You don't have to have a plethora. Product. I like to keep it simple. Um, you know, the simpler I keep it, the the better it is for me and them both. So. Charlie, I could spend another hour and a half, man. We we could talk. There's so there's so much to talk about, um, and uh, definitely, definitely, hopefully, be able to get you on this call again down the road uh, because um, it's just a. Uh, I, I don't think people understand how simple this business is, but yet how many moving pieces there are, and it, you know you, you have to work on this craft, and you have definitely put time and effort into your craft, and uh, that that's kind of that's why you're leading. Uh, Equus in the final expense production. So uh, super proud of you, but more importantly, uh, super appreciative of you joining us on the call today and, and uh, helping out the Equus team. So uh, thank you so much, Charlie. And uh, guys, hey, thanks, we, we thank will. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, roll tide and go Tigers. So uh, all right, guys, we'll, we'll see y'all uh, next week on the call. And uh, thanks so much. Take care.